Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Pacific Rim. In the year 2020, the world is under attack by monsters. But they're a little bit smaller than the ones in Pacific Rim, and we haven't done such a good job at coming together to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get a rim job? That voice gets harder the longer the sentences I try and say it. <laughs> Whole podcast, go on, power through. I'm Luke. And this is Matt. Welcome to our... Sci-Fi Sanctuary! Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought you would have given up by now. <laughs> uh, today's movie is 2012's Pacific Rim, which we were entertained to find watching again, does mostly take place in 2020. Hmm. Does it, or is it just the first scene is 2020? No, no, first scene is like 2016, because I, I, I oh, okay. wrote down here, the, um, for the initial thing where uh, the bro- twin brother gets taken out, mm. I put, um, this stuff happened on Obama's watch. Man, I forgot about all that. I remember seeing Obama, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are the days. Right. <laughs> but um, You only had to worry if you weren't American. So yeah, that, it happened that, and then he, he it, most of the action's supposed to be 2020. Oh, damn. That, that caught my attention, yeah. obviously. This being yeah. 2020, although I don't know when you're listening to it. It could be like 30, 48. Oh, I don't think there's anyone left by then. Yeah. <laughs> what's, our, what's our theme song? The year is... Oh, I don't remember. I think it is 30. It's a year. 40, 14? I don't know. So I think it's 30 something. We, we've both 30, mentioned 12. it like 25 times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the year is 30, 13 and the galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Yes, okay, there we go. Um, I've been kind of dreading talking about this movie a little bit. Oh? Because I can handle Del Toro, but I can't handle his first name. Oh, Guillermo? Guillermo? No, I can't say that. Wait, I'm going to Google it. I can't say it. You get one of those how to pronounce things off Google. Yeah, because he had done Hellboy Pan's Labyrinth, right? Mm. That's, That's his jam. How do I pronounce Guillermo Del Toro? According to Hollywood Reporter, pronounced Guillermo del Toro. Full name Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro. That's easier than what you yeah. were saying. Guillermo, I can handle Guillermo that. Guillermo del Toro. Wow, that's a, use, that's a useful tool from Google. <laughs> oh, what do you know? So um, I think I had seen... I, I'm, I'm not uh, a particular geek on him. I mean, I, I, nothing wrong with him. I just I, I think I saw the first Hellboy. It was like whatever. I never saw Hellboy 2 or Pan's Labyrinth, so... Basically, this is my exposure to him. Mm. Those are the three I've seen, and I do really like the Hellboys. Did he make a Harry Potter? No, but he was going to make The Hobbit. Uh, and I would love to live in the universe where he made The Hobbit, and it was just one film. <laughs> that, yes, I'd like to see that movie, which doesn't exist. Yeah. I, I've still only seen, just like Lord of the Rings, I saw the first Hobbit in the theater, and that's it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Lord of the Rings, I would say it's worth watching the rest. Um, I did, I, I maybe even said here before, I've tried to get through more of it in the past few years, but I still haven't made it. It's, yeah. not, it's not like I'm like, I hate this or anything. It's just, I don't know. It just, I mean, it's it long and slow and you barely make it through films as it is. So. Okay, that might be why. And then I was trying to watch the extended ones, but I made it like most of the way through the two towers. Huh? Yeah. The end of two towers is the best bit of the trilogy. Okay. That was like two years ago, so I'd have to start <laughs> over again. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I don't think it's happening anytime soon. It's not sci-fi, so I can't make you watch it for this either. Yeah. Is, is this his biggest movie? I think so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay, because Pan Labyrinth would be, like, the critical favorite. The critical darling. Oh, no, he fucking won an Oscar a couple of years ago. Birdman? Shape is of it? Water. Oh, Shape of Water. The one where he wants to fuck the fish. Ah, okay, Doug Jones. See, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. using the name right this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't seen that Yeah, either. I haven't seen that. I mean, we should definitely cover that, because it's not very often <laughs> a sci-fi wins an Oscar. Right? Yeah, good point, good point. Um, for me, I saw this 
In Japan, I already lived in Japan, so... It was oh, already... I saw the second one in Japan, but... Okay, it was like three layers of meta. I haven't seen the second one, actually. Am I qualified to talk about this? <laughs> 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 anyway, I, I saw it in Japan. Um, I, I... Without the head wobble, that sound just sounds like a freaking bird came into the room and screeched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed it while I saw it. Um, since then, I... Never thought about it much, and watching it this time, I'm not sure I liked it. I mean, it was fine, but it seemed... Has, has this movie been too copied in the years since? What, what? I don't, see, my thing with this film is, I like it, but nowhere near as much as everyone seems to think I should. I, I can feel that. Because yes. it's up my street, right? I like big robots, I like monsters, I like punching, I love Idris Elba. But I don't know, it's like, uh, the monster designs are pretty generic, the robots aren't that cool, the action is all shot. Very close up and very dark. You don't really get to see anything. I do like, especially some of the earlier kaiju are very rubber suit looking. Mm. I love those. Yeah. Uh, later on, once we get to the level four or five kaiju, yeah, they get a little wonkier. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's a tentacle here and a bit. Like, they look like the Cloverfield monster, right? You can't picture it. Yeah. But those early rubber suit ones are quite cool. So, that, I, I, I mean, I see that it's dark. They're close up. That's, that's, a, that's a 60s Godzilla movie. I guess. But, like, I want to... There are a couple moments in the fights where you do see them do a cool move or something, and it's like, yeah, I want more of this. Mm. So I need to rewatch it. Maybe I actually like the second one better, which is not a popular opinion. <laughs> How many actors came back for that? Anyone? The two science guys. That's it? Pretty much. Okay, and who directed it? Do you know? No idea. Okay, so that was two on the spot anyway. But, um, so. the, I know it wasn't this guy. <laughs> um, who's Finn in Star Wars? Oh, now I'm on the spot. I should know that. I should know oh, that. I've got a copy of Force Awakens there. Can you pass it to me? Mm -hmm. It's under that frog. I bought it and never even watched it. It's still in the cellophane. Oh, yeah, it's in the cellophane. <laughs> All I can think John is... Boyega. Okay, there we go. All I can think was Attack the Block. Mm. John Boyega stars in it and I think was involved in like producing and stuff. Um, and it's a fun film, mm. but the way it's shot, the robots don't have as much weight. Ah. Everything moves too fast and they fight. So it's kind of a Terminator 3. Yeah. Okay. But it's just, it's way more stuff happens in the daytime and it's brightly colored and I don't know, I just enjoyed it. Mm, but I need to rewatch it. You like the fifth element too, right? Mm -hmm. It's all daylight. But also, this one has way more of the theme tune than that one. Oh, yeah. I, I Again, I hadn't watched this movie for a little while. Um, and and I think my Blu-ray like skipped on me. Blu-ray seemed to fall apart fast. Huh. Have you caught it? I've had several Blu-ray fail on me. Um, where was I? Pacific Rim, Blu-ray. Didn't watch the Blu-ray, though, because I had to go to backup copy. Because the <laughs> Blu-ray doesn't work anymore. Copy. In this case, it totally is. I've tried to watch the Blu-ray. <laughs> I've got it on DVD in the UK, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel justified. Right. Mine failed. Uh, some of my Star Trek movies don't play anymore. It's, mm -hmm. it's terrible. Um, wow, that was too much of a tangent. I was talking about the music and you went off on that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I hadn't seen this for a while. So uh, hearing the theme, I was oh, yeah, because um, they use the theme everywhere. But especially for the YouTube channel where it shows you, like, size comparisons. Oh, okay. Like spaceship size comparisons or building size comparisons. They like using this theme tune, do they? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching, the, like, a lot of those, like, in the past few months. Hmm. And I was like, ah, God, put it all together. It's a very cool theme tune. It is a cool theme. That's one of those ones they use in like half the trailers now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always what are the other ones? The theme from Glory. No, no, it wasn't Glory. It's Carmina Burana, but they used it in Glory, and then they used it in like every trailer in the nineties. There's the Requiem from a Dream music. Oh yeah, yeah. Famously, the soundtrack, the trailer music. Right. They one of the Lord of the Rings, in fact. Yeah, trailer music's interesting. For a long time, it was just. <laughs> After, um, <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't had bwomming so much anymore. We got, no. we finally got past that, did we? Yeah. Well, then before that, it was the like as it flickers to black yes. after the Transformers trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it these days? I don't really watch trailers anymore. Oh, we were into. I watch trailers. Uh, oh, it's, it now it's it's somber piano. Track I was about to say. It was, yeah. I was going to call it synthesizer, but yeah. yeah. Like, like we... Well, because everything's a franchise as well, so it's the theme tune you know and love as a mournful piano cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's Because well. we have to make a gritty reboot. Yep. <laughs> and then they find the dusty object in the dust, and it's like, oh, this is the thing from my childhood. 
I remember when I was happy. Do you? <laughs> Maybe this film will remind you. <laughs> this, That's every trailer now. <laughs> this this film certainly does not get into that. This this one's this film wants to replace your childhood. Yeah, because it's not quite made for kids. I mean, it seems no. to be aimed at you know people you know like twenty five. It's aimed at Matty. <laughs> it's aimed at children who somehow own adult bodies. <laughs> I'm Matt, by the way. I'm not Maddie. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it's aimed at me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because I never saw it in a theater. I missed it in theaters, caught it on DVD a bit later. Okay. Did... And like I said, I like this film, but I feel like I feel like I should love this, but I don't. That's sort of where I am. And uh, watching it this time, I uh, again, I thought I was going to like it more, and I certainly didn't hate it at all. I... I guess there's a, we'll talk about more later, but I guess there's enough things that have been copied and done better since it came out. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the, the issues here. But uh, is it plot time? Are you going to plot us? Yeah. Plot us through this thing? I'm going to do it old school. Set course. hole under the water, right? <laughs> These big dinosaurs come out of it from another dimension. <laughs> like, they attack the people and the people can't fight them, so they build these big robots. And the robots, like, punch the dinosaurs. But then they're like, no, the robots aren't good. We want a wall. Like, build the wall. And then the robots will go to Hong Kong, and then the wall doesn't work, so the robots are going to go drop a nuke down the hole. And so they get the old the robot boy back to come and pilot the robot. And then he pilots a robot. But, oh, but you have to have two people piloting the robot because it will like break your brain in half or something. Um, but then, yeah, so they punch some dinosaurs and then they're going to go jump down the hole that they have to jump down with a dinosaur. And then the one guy blows himself up and then the, the other guys jump down the hole and then they float back up and they blow up the aliens. That sounded gross and ill-prepared. It's because Matt pressed record while I had a mouthful of cookie. <laughs> it's basically the plot of this film. Fuck I, it. You know, that just kind of streamed out. I think that, that might have been one of your better uh, plots. I think that's how they wrote it. Yeah. So, like, there's a punch of the robot. <laughs> Again, though, that's why we should love this movie, and it's just okay. Yep. I mean... Everything around the action is really fun. And it's very um, prophetic. We're building walls and we yeah. have worldwide defenses against monsters. <laughs> China plays a big role in it. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong, all that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but oh. yeah, it's just, it's just the action itself just doesn't quite do it for me. Oh, and eight years later, only eight years since they made this, are the ethnic stereotypes now ridiculous at this or what? <laughs> they were when it came out right yeah I guess but it seems like even more so now I guess the China team Russia team like it was kind of funny when they they did it and now it's just absolutely absurd I can't remember I think they do do that in the sequel as well though (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um Charlie Hunnam's not him sorry is that the right actor I just said the wrong actor now I can't think of the right actor am I right you mean character yeah you mean the main character yeah Riley what is the actor's name? I don't know. I think it's Hunter. White guy looks good. He's like the most <laughs> generic leading man I've ever seen. There's a reason this is the only film he's in. Is he in G.I. Joe? No, that's um, Channing Tatum. Oh, right. 
No, he's been. Uh, I'm now. I'm, I'm sure he's in stuff, but yeah. like, oh my, he's what a generic else. dude. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam, Sons of Anarchy. You might be right. Sons of Anarchy. I've not seen that. Oh, that's a good show. Oh, I could okay. be completely wrong about all this. You're gonna. I can neither confirm nor deny. 2013, apparently, this film was. Oh, that might be a Japan release because we're in Japan. Ah. Google does that. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Oh, I got the name right. Tell me he's in Sons of Anarchy and I'll be double. Charlie Beckett. Hardcore. No, oh, he's British. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Okay. King Arthur. Okay. Um, yeah, he doesn't have anything to do with this movie, right? Sons of Anarchy is very good. Okay. <laughs> That's a very, at least the first few seasons of it, it's a very good show. Um, the later seasons I heard weren't as good and I didn't watch them. So. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he might have, I think it was about the same time that show was on that this movie was made, so. Um. Oh, apparently he was in uh, Queer as Folk as well. Okay, there we go. Yeah, he's a real actor. He's not yeah. bad here. He just, yeah. He, he, just, he doesn't have much to work with, is all. Yeah. He, he does, just has he, tough movie star lines. That's he does, it. He does better in Sam Jones and Flash Gordon. They didn't have to, like, dub him over, I think. Yeah, like that. <laughs> he doesn't do anything wrong in this film. He just doesn't do anything. He just says, oh, you know, sometimes at the end of the day you got to throw your cards down and do what you got to do, you know? You know, there's blood on my hands because I've been to the other side, man. You haven't been to the other side. Just as action movie lines, right? Like, no. Um, Elba, he's great here. I enjoy him, but I really do feel like he's phoning it in. Yeah. But but that, like, almost, like, is endearing. That's the character he's playing. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, that's, this is the film which has proved that Idris Elba can take anything and make it good just by being Idris Elba. And this is also the beginning of his cool names. He's called Stacker Pentecost. (laughs) (laughs) You know what he can't do? What's that? Say kaiju. (laughs) (laughs) How does he pronounce it? He has the most... It's like kaiju, I think, or something. He does say kaiju. It just sounds a bit weird in his sort of British, sort of American tough guy accent. Yeah. Oh, I love that, um, the place where the kaiju, kaiju, Kevin, not the kaiju, the Jaeger, the Jaegermeisters. The Shattered Dome. Yeah, welcome to the Shattered Dome. Oh, don't say Jaegermeister, it gives me flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Every single payday, my move used to be, well, first I get to the bar and order two Jaeger bombs and a gin and tonic, do both Jaeger bombs at the bar. Then, once everyone was settled in, I would always get around for everyone. And there'd be at least, you know, a couple of people who didn't want them, so I'd do theirs. <laughs> Just no, Jägermeister I, and Red Bull was what fueled me for like five years. No, I very quickly learned that Jägermeister is not my Meister. Uh, it's a good way to get very fucked up very fast <laughs> um, and drink a load of energy drinks so you could just dance for like eight hours. <laughs> Uh, Which I would I would dance to eight for eight hours to the Pacific Rim thing. <laughs> That's our music break today. <laughs> if we upload the YouTube version, just include some of the bunny dance from a temper jammer. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> would you add a house beat to it? Or would you just have well, a like straight-up theme? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's a club. <laughs> you got to do it so we can see if they work. I can't hum as well as you can. I don't have it, like, okay, you are truly kaiju I start rapping about bitches or whatever. Yeah, that could work. That could be my next hit single. They're going to hire us for the next Pacific Rim sequel where they have to, they have to like downgrade everything even more so now. It is men in suits. Yeah, and they're going to get, and they're going to hire an actor who might be big in five years. Um, that's, that's what they did for this one, right? And it's just, he wasn't. Yeah. What do you mean as, as the Idris Elba role? Oh, I, I guess that was big. Yeah. Well, who's plays his role in the who's is a but who plays his role in the newer one? There kind of isn't one. It's more of like a ragtag thing. Oh, okay. Because so, um, John Boyega is his son. Oh, got you, got you. Oh, I see where we're going with that. He does like a little speech at the end, like, "Oh, if my dad was here, he'd have made a speech." But right, and then he gives a speech anyway. Oh, um, <laughs> b- 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 the Japanese actress's name. You still got your page ready to roll? I can't it's have it. Not, yeah. She is. She is big in. She's big in Japan because she is Japanese and. Um, does dramas and things here. So I remember one of our co-workers, she saw, they saw Rinko, Miku, Rinko Kikuchi. Yeah. So she's, she's big here in dramas and stuff. Oh, yeah. So um, our co-worker's wife, when she, she, when she saw she was in this movie, oh, I want to watch that. So. Huh. 
Yeah. Yeah, Wikipedia doesn't literally list her Japanese films. Right. Um, <laughs> I want to... No, actually... Jeez, I, she's won a lot of awards. <laughs> well, okay, so then she's done something. Yeah. Because I don't think Pacific Rim won that many awards. Maybe a visual effect. I think it won some effects once, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that kind of movie. Oh, there is that one shot. Oh, she was in 47 Ronin. <laughs> hmm. The bad Keanu Reeves one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, she actually, apparently does come back for the second one. Oh, okay. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of remember the, her and... Charlie, whatever his name is, are in it, but, like, kind of killed off halfway through or something. Uh-huh. Because they obviously couldn't get them as, like, leads. Right. <laughs> oh, so they're in it, but they... Yeah. Okay. They passed the I guess that's the thing with his character. I'm like, I don't... You told me the character's name. I'm just... It's one of those times... I just remember because they keep making a point of the Australians saying it wrong, like, rally. Rally. <laughs> rally. Yeah. I guess I just like Sons of Anarchy enough. I'll just say the actor's name. That's cool. Because I... I I'm going to keep... Keep calling Idris Elba Idris Elba, even though Stacker Pentecost is a cool name. Well, the same thing happened when we did Hobbs and Shaw. Like, what was the name there? I can't remember. That was also a cool that, name. And, right? But we kept calling him Idris Elba anyway, because that's... Freaking love Idris Elba. And he looks like a stormtrooper here in, uh, in that flashback. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The armor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any... Oh, Charlie Day and his wacky sidekick. Oh, he's... Um... I know he's the wacky sidekick is someone. I yeah, because he's from Torchwood. And then a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. In like Game of Thrones, all sorts. No, I don't want to give not give him his due. I just don't have him on mental command like Charlie Day. Wow, his name is Burn Gorman. How? Burn. Burn. Like burn. Sit burn. <laughs> and he plays Gottlieb. Okay. Um, wow, how did I not remember? There's a guy called Burn Gorman going around. <laughs> is it The Dark Knight Rises? Oh yeah, I remember. That seems to make sense, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not having an instant connect there. Um, Charlie Day, I actually, um, I, I haven't seen much of it. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, so for me, I'm watching or hearing Spaceman Benny the whole time. I just know him from this. Oh, really? Because to me, I know the other. I know Burn Gorman more. Oh, okay. Because I watched Torchwood on TV. There you go. For, so for the American TV. Charlie Day was on. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. Which, uh, with Danny DeVito. Um, well, starting in the second season. That's a show which I keep thinking I should watch. It seems like it'd be up my street, but I've just never bothered. I saw a little bit of it. And I've also heard it's one of those crap season one sitcoms. Oh, maybe I was trying to watch season one then. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I remember watching once and not really keying up to it so much. But, uh, but I see like little clips of Nanny DeVito and it seems like the funniest shit in the world. Yeah. The other one you always <laughs> see is just the, uh, oh, excuse me, I dropped my uh, Magnum condom for my giant dong. <laughs> I couldn't remember which way around the words go, so I just fucked that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Charlie Day, he did that. He did. Um, he was in Horrible Bosses. Oh, I'm aware of it. I never loved to watch okay. it. Okay, that's kind of fun. Very misogynistic, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite role of his is doing the voice for Spaceman Benny in the Lego movie. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> spaceship, spaceship! Yeah. See, I recognize the name. I can't remember which one, but yeah, the Lego movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, have you seen the Lego Mario? I haven't. Oh, it looks t- it's, it's like a Lego set we make, like a Mario level. Oh, but I it's see. it's got, like, NFC in it. So you move the Mario and he makes, like, sound effects for the... Oh, okay. The Sorry, I thought you meant an actual, like, movie or something. I thought I was hoping that... When I heard that there was going to be a Lego Mario announcement, yeah. I thought we were going to get a game. I, it was but weird. It's like a playset thing. I love the Lego movie. I, since my daughter was pretty young at the time, I've actually seen it, like, 15 times. All right. Um, and the second one, I got halfway through and stopped it. I've heard almost universally bad things about the second Lego movie. Okay. Have you seen Lego Batman? That was good. That's legit good. That is legit good. But yeah, the second, I was, it was quite a um, disappointment. I didn't I even finish it. watched the Lego movie and it was okay. But I think I saw it too long after all the hype. Mm. And also, too many people missed the point of that song. Because <laughs> the point is like, oh, it's terrible. This song is being played everywhere and this <laughs> message is empty. And then people just start doing Everything that. Everything is awesome. Everything yeah. is awesome when you're part of a team. <laughs> it's, it was non-stop. Like, you know, you're not meant to like that. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be crap, but it's supposed to get stuck in your head too, right? Yeah, true. And that's the, the whole thing there. Okay, let's let's get deeper into the into the kaiju guts of this movie then. Engage.
Well, it's just going to be crunching. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you I just didn't have anything you had to say. I have to say this. Mmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah, see, I'm, I, I have this balance of potato chip zen. Okay. Well, mm. like, there's an X amount you can eat where it's enjoyable and then it's not, but you feel compelled to finish the packet anyway. Too many potato chips can kill you. Well, too many anything can kill you. Like if it's too like too much a, oxygen will kill you. It's like a dump truck of potato chips. Well, yeah, five dump trucks on at once that would kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's not many things that you can drop five dump trucks on without killing you. <laughs> no, just we're gonna pull the balloons yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Most things, if you did that much, would that much oxygen kill you? Well, how are you keeping it in a? They'd have to be sealed dump trucks. Hmm. And so we're just going to let the vents out and it's all going to come streaming after that Oh, you get pretty fucking high, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try this at home, kids. Don't get If you've got five freaking dump truck-sized oxygen tanks at your disposal, you're not listening to us for what you're going to do with them. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Probably literally. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about when you buy like a fairly big bag of potato chips. You're like, I'm enjoying these. And then you're not anymore, but you can't throw them out. Too much they don't seal. Too much robot power will kill you. Apparently in so. Your you brain. Have to in half. Mm. Think, are we drift compatible? How? Who's drift compatible? That doesn't even make sense. You just, you just have to think vaguely alike. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking of a color. Purple. No. I'm thinking of an Ampaman character. Biking man. No, it's Curry Panman. Okay. Okay. No, we're not drift compatible. Too bad. No. I don't think there's anyone on Earth who's drift compatible with you, <laughs> But I can, I can pilot my own Jaeger, man. And drive me crazy. Doesn't I think matter. you could. I think your brain could just split in half. <laughs> That's the way I do I it. I could pilot a Jaeger with my friend Katie. Mm. We have this weird thing where we will just think and do the same things mm. at the same time. Um, we were having a conversation once and the conversation turned to Brendan Fraser and there was a pause and then simultaneously we started singing George of the Jungle <laughs> <laughs> it's not that many connections you have to make no but it, it was it was perfectly in time we started <laughs> singing the same song but like, if we ever go out to eat we order the same food we always have the same opinions and everything it's just yeah we could pilot a Jaeger yeah it's a pretty anime um, you know storyline oh, like, very deliberately right yeah deliberately I know it's just yeah, I guess it is the first American, not the first, but especially 2012, they didn't go too far with that type of storyline. I mean, The Matrix yeah. did, I guess. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely, uh, uh, maybe that's where it, it's like a monster movie, but it has an anime story. I would say it's a much better Power Rangers movie than the one we got okay. a few years later. See, I, I, was, I didn't grow up with the Power Rangers. I was right. in high school when that but it's, was on it is, American you know, TV. They're dudes in armor and then they get in a big robot and pilot it and fight monsters, yeah, right? Yeah, I did watch that movie, but I had no clue what was happening. Cause right, I, but I the movie it. they did a few years back, there's like one monster in the whole film. <laughs> there's barely any robot action. Yeah. And this just gives... gives what did you come to the theater for? You came to see a robot punch dinosaurs. We're going to give you a whole bunch of that. <laughs> I have one student, um, you know, we asked, starting up class, like, what's your favorite? I have them ask me, so... Mm. Like... It's like every question he asks, he tries to make it so he can answer Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> and now he calls him Dinosaur Yoshi. Okay. Because when I said, why don't you change your dinosaur? I said, what was it? Oh, no, he was like, what's your favorite animal? And I don't remember what it was, but I ended up having to like look up, is Yoshi actually a dinosaur, which he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't sure if he was a kaiju or a dinosaur. But. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to be pretty big to be a kaiju. Yeah, he's a small kaiju. Yeah. That's not a kaiju. I think kaiju literally means big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But Mario's big. He ate the mushroom. Yeah. He's living in his own land. I, uh, I was doing 20 questions with my J3 class the other day, and the answer was meant to be Godzilla. And they guessed Mario after a mushroom before they guessed Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's not a person. Have you... Uh, I'm sure you have. A, it's like a parody trailer for a live-action Mario. I've seen many of those. The one where it's a, he has a horrible addiction to mushrooms? Uh, maybe. I don't okay. remember the clip. Everything is just like normal, like, like um, indie drama. Right. But he's just, on, yeah, he's got a mushroom addiction. So from his eyes, everything is Super Mario World. Okay. <laughs> but see, that is where the mushrooms come from. The mushrooms in Mario are from Lewis Carroll's 
Alice in Wonderland, where the mushrooms make you big and small. And Lewis Carroll based those mushrooms on magic mushrooms. There we go. So people make jokes about, oh, Mario, look, oh, you know, like a magic mushroom. <laughs> Literally where it comes from. <laughs> so I, I wrote down here, is this more, uh, maybe you can't answer because um, I don't know any of these in particular, but is this more Robotech, Gundam, Evangelion? I guess it's Evangelion with all if, the Yeah, uh, Robotech stuff. and Gundam are just robot and robot action. Mm. Uh, whereas Evangelion does have, well, and also the huge end of the world vibes. Like, Evangelion is very apocalyptic. Mm. Yeah, just like how reality now is just ripping off Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just constant existential dread. <laughs> this is just ripping off Evangelion. They did it in the 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have definitely got to do Evangelion soon for this podcast. Which one? The, they made it movie versions of, like, they right. made the anime into three films, so we'll do that. But then they remade them? No, they made, yeah, they made the anime series... Then they remade it as three films. Oh. And, and the that, final oh. film is coming out soon. Okay, got you. Yeah, that seemed the way to go. And then the director went on to do Shin Godzilla, which is really good. Yeah. And <clears throat> one of the, the best Animatrix as well. Okay. So Did despite having not yes. seen much Evangelion, I think I'm a big fan. Well, he, he didn't go on to do the Matrix. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? <laughs> but even not as long ago as Evangelion. Right, okay. Oh, well, go on after. I've seen Sorry, the yeah, newer Ma- movies. Matrix and Animatrix, but yeah. <clears throat> right, okay. So, um, Gypsy Danger. <laughs> I don't think that's okay. Like, do you know where the word gypsy comes from? Egyptians traveling? Yeah, but they're not. It was just, that was the word for foreigner. Uh. Like, oh, we don't know where you come from, so you come from Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quite an assumption to make. Yep. So that's where the word gypsy comes from. So that's already like a bit of a slur. Yeah. <laughs> like gypsy danger just sounds like a freaking... With white a, dudes. A film you would watch in like school in the 30s. Like, <laughs> don't go near those traveling folks. I thought it'd be my... Beware pole. the gypsy danger. <laughs> I thought it'd be my pole dancing name. Or uh, or, or uh, we were talking off mic. Uh, my actual one would be Rodeo Mirage, but you didn't have a good one, did you? It's... Name of your first pet, which for me is Wilf. So that's never going to lead to a good porn name. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's either your first car or your road you grew up on, which are both Ford. So Wilf Ford. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like the lead actor in a straight-to-DVD third Pacific Rim film. <laughs> sure. Like, he's kind of square-jawed and... I guess he can act, but he's never actually going to be a leading man. <laughs> Will Ford. <laughs> Wilford. That's how it's, everyone thinks his name is just Wilford. That's why he never caught. Yeah. Because he, he could have been somebody, but he tried to stick to his name and it didn't work. Mm. His agent told him. No, he also had that problem. Well. Sniffing, yeah. sniffing blouses was his, yeah, it used to his be. piccadillo. You know, for a long time you got away with that stuff in Hollywood, but you don't anymore. No, you can't just sniff anyone. No, Wilford Ford. <laughs> Wilford Fuzzy! I invented this character and I've just got his name wrong. <laughs> Wil- Wilford Ford. Wilford Ford. That, that, that sounds more like a period drama uh, actor. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, doesn't, he doesn't do the pole dancing. From now on, when I do my generic action movie lines, that is Wilford Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Never quite did. Um... I like how in this movie they just make up the monster names on a whim. Yeah. No. Who the monster? Oh, it's... What are they? It's like Knife Head. <laughs> Shark Boy. <laughs> Stabby Stab. <laughs> Big Chungus. Well, especially at the end of this movie, they're coming out... When you out. find out that is that he's just seeing them and making up names, right? <laughs> That'd be an awesome job. Yeah. I, that, that is literally my dream job. <laughs> <laughs> There's another monster coming. It's Will Ford. <laughs> no, that's no, not. Luke, this is the fifth Will Ford this month. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, oh yeah, the drifting. Um, oh God, what's her name? I don't know anybody. Maka? Yes, yes, thank you. Um, like she's like one sur- female in this film. Yeah, it's like surprise. She's your pilot. And they've never... Te- that's the... Like, they didn't, like, train or anything, or they just plug what? right in and stroll on off? Well, yeah, she'd been training that whole time. But not, like, mind training. I no, mean, they, they, they run Sims, and then it's just if you're compatible or not. It's as simple as that. Okay. I'm just saying that the first time they actually plug in together in an actual Jaeger is to go do actual things. No, it wasn't. 
They were just plugging in just for their first trading, remember? Oh, and then okay. she accidentally fired up the gun right. in the room. And then they needed Gypsy in the field, and they had no choice but to send those two. Okay, no choice. There we go. Yeah, I just seen that. Because it's the only awful. one that was the only one that was still operational because right. no one's got EMP'd. Yeah, I, I just I don't know that much about how the Jaeger technology, I guess. Neither do I. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I just was more awake for the film than you were, apparently. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to actually watch this one closer to the recording, but somehow I got flipped around with Ghostbusters. So. It's not like it's got a particularly dense plot. <laughs> what? The, most, it, the most interesting thing it does bring to the table is the drift thing, right? That's new. That's a really cool idea. It is pretty anime, but as far as the Hollywood movie, it's pretty a new concept at this point, I think. Yeah. Um, And if they ever made a Pacific Rim, like, video game, the way to do it would be co-op, and you have to both press the same thing for it to work. Ooh. Um, There's, you've heard of the game Space Team? I'm aware of it, yeah. It is an app or whatever, but uh, I I haven't actually played it, but the idea is just... Uh, several people have the app and they have to do certain Oh, and it's things. like Chingle the Dugabri. Yeah, none of it makes any sense. Zap so. the Flamborp or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks so absurd. Yeah, because you get instructions, but you can't do them. You have to tell someone else to do them. Right. Because <laughs> the fun is just in that you're shouting this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, I remember it now. <laughs> that's, that's like the Pacific Rim video game, right? Yeah, well, that's. I think there was a Pacific Rim like phone game, and it was just a crap beat-em-up. But yeah, if you're going to make a real Pacific Rim video game, it's something like that. Yes. We never did characters like we normally do. Okay. Yeah, because they kind of on. Yeah, this this is the one. This, see, you got used in the past few weeks where we they we did have characters, and now we're back to. I mean, okay. Here's my character question: Which movie has more characters, this or Flash Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Flash Gordon. Though I can say like Flash, Ming, um, Dale, Doctor Han Zarkov, yeah, um, Prince Zoltan. No, Zoltan is. Right, blessed. Oh, right. Okay. So Zoltan. Okay, you name the characters. Here. Yeah, I thought that, like, you know, Flash is the hero guy, Dale is love. But then you've got Hans Zuckerberg is a great character, Ming's a character. Brian Blessed is playing Brian Blessed, but that's still a character. Well, they're, they're two dimensional characters. But they're but characters, right? Good characters. But then I mean, here you've got Idris Elba is, you know, grizzled old leader. Right. You've got Charlie, whatever his name was, Riley is. But I've already oh, the Maverick. <laughs> 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 and then you've got, you've got he's playing Maverick and then you've got the Aussie guy who's playing Iceman mm. and that's basically it and then you've got woman and dad who are just there for the drift thing <laughs> and then you've just got yeah like you say the oh oh foreign I, archetypes yeah here's the character I, I like although I, again I'm not coming with his name because he's it's uh, Ron Perlman yeah he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's fun he was very good <laughs> I really liked his death <laughs> see it coming a mile off but no, it's I wrote really here funny. it was fun to watch Ron Perlman be eaten again I couldn't remember the character's name but right I yeah did. he was good and yeah the two scientists are pretty fun <laughs> Voyage into the Brain that could be its own movie there was a pretty um, it, it, the sequel is all about that oh okay <laughs> <laughs> well because you were saying at the end uh, the drift the bridge closes how can there be a sequel um, it turns out after this film he's still being controlled by that brain uh, so he opens it from this side Whoa, okay, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So they did lead into that pretty hard. Okay, I mean, you, you have to explain it. You can't, you can only be so stupid before you can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Powerman was Hellboy, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so that's just him and Guillermo. Okay. Old pals. Okay, let's, let's, uh, we, we mentioned a little bit about all the many monsters and many giant robots. I guess we'll talk a little more specifically about what they look like when we can, because right. some of them it's hard to do that. Sorry, I hit record a weird place, and we were talking about how this movie rips off Transformers 3. What year was that? 2011. Okay. But, um, but so, they, they Transformers went. 3, right? Big fight with robots in the city, and there's a big blue beam, which is a portal, and they have to shut it off. The next year, Avengers comes out with the exact same third act. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could just cut those together, and you wouldn't tell which was from which, right? right. The aliens are even Decepticons. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and then this also has shutting down the breach. But, yeah, so... 
It does look different. This looks very different than those two. Hey, is this the ultimate orange and teal movie? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every shot. Um, I, I guess we've gotten out of that color scheme now in 2020. Kind of. Kind of, but, I mean, we're definitely... This is peak orange and teal, mm. I think. So, <laughs> um, which, which Jaeger is your favorite? I'm just pulling up the list now. Oh, so you get the names, okay. Cause yeah, yeah. yeah, I can remember Gypsy Danger anyway. Gypsy Danger is the main one, and it's okay, but it's pretty... Chinese, uh, Chinese bot. Australia bot. The Chinese one has the three... Um, anyway, I thought the Chinese one was... has the three limbs, which is kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Crimson Typhoon, that one's called. Um, Cherno Alpha was my favorite. That's the Russian one. Okay. Uh, it's like real stocky and it's got the big head. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he was yeah. kind of, I don't know, it just looked, it had a different, different yeah, it had a look, <laughs> right? You could look at it and recognize it. What was the... Striker uh, Eureka is the Australian that's, one. That's, okay. It just looks like Gypsy Danger. They were drifting because I was just asking you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay, but none of them are as cool as like the best like Transformers or the yeah. best... How would you... Avers. If you have to make like five or six robots for a movie, how would you go about... Well, the first thing, they have to have to very me. different silhouettes. Mm. Which is why the Russian one is the one that stands out. Uh, it has got a very unique uh, silhouette, right? Yeah, because I, I did get a few of them confused with each mm -hmm. other. And uh, then also... The Chinese one's red, so that helps. Yeah, and then also bright colors, right? Which is what yeah. Transformers does. Yeah. Optimus has a very clear silhouette, red and blue. Bumblebee, very clear silhouette, yellow. Um, well, that's what we talked about on the... Um, so, uh, and obviously, the Decepticons do not do this in the Transformers films. No, Bumblebee is where they start doing that. No, but I mean, in the other ones, the Decepticons oh. don't do this. Yeah, they look like gobbledygook. But the good. Autobots do. <laughs> you can look at them and see, okay, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Iron Hydra, Ratchet, Jinx. Jinx? <laughs> Jazz. <laughs> All I, look very different. I mean, you could barely work out who Megatron is in the first couple Transformers yeah. films. <laughs> By the third one, he actually has a pretty cool design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but then, yeah, in Bumblebee, they bothered, they, well, they just went back to the original designs. Like Revenge of the Fallen, and it's like, who is even the who's the villain in that one? Is it the Fallen? <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have only watched that one twice. I saw it in the theater. That's the one I saw the least in the theaters. Okay, I saw it twice in theaters. I saw it in the theater, and there's a kid next to me just screaming out the names of every robot that came on screen. So that helped. So I always knew who they were. <laughs> nice. And then I didn't watch it because everyone told me the movie was crap after that. And I didn't watch it again until about two years ago. In which case, I actually really like yeah, watching it. Yeah, I really like that one. <laughs> It, the only problem is it peaks in the middle. Yeah. The fight in the woods is so good. But you get and the balls later. Just a bit like, I like Egypt. Yeah. yeah, Egypt's good, but it just dragged out a bit too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sure I'll be getting yeah, to that Don't get me off on Transformers, because you know how long I can talk about Transformers. Yeah, I was about to say, we, we will be getting to that conversation. I haven't recommended for this week, and we went Pacific Rim instead. Well, um, yeah, we would maybe Transformers, we were maybe King Kong, and then no, Matty at work, which is like, you should do Pacific Rim. Okay. <laughs> so we did. But, okay, let me give you one more million Transformers. You want to do Pacific Rim because it's relatively um, milk toast, right? Like, mm. no one has strong feelings. And you said, at this point in time, uh, Transformers has, like, some toxic? Yes. And you didn't tell me why. Oh, so based, right. Uh, one of the third-party companies that brings out figures of Transformers characters brought out a figure of Windblade, who is a Transformer who was only created fairly recently for the comic books. Um, I think it was... She was created by a female artist, and hers was the first Transformers comic book with an all-female team. So she's pretty cool. They brought out a figure which is... Fuckable. <laughs> Windblade? Like, Windblade doesn't sound like something you want to do that with. Right, like, oh my god, it is a... It's, you know what? We live in Japan, right? So you've seen the figures you can buy. It's like a hella sexified wind blade with um and like the the first picture they put out it's like doing this like sailor moon pose and it's okay. really like pointing at the butt you mean and the then, unveiling i'm trying to find oh, it okay and then people <clears throat> people just made legitimate like oh this is kind of shitty that you've done this with like this one character and, and then of course one of these men's rights youtube assholes did a video he's like not even into transformers right but just directed all of his fucking army of dweeb goblins to just come and harass female Transformers fans off the internet. Oh. Including some, like, legit friends of mine and stuff. Right, right. Okay. Over just uh, the, them having the audacity to say that maybe this is not, like, the best treatment of this character. Like, oh, why are you trying to... You know, you can just not buy it. Why are you taking it away? Here we go, right. 
Okay, the unveiling wind blade. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked in Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> or would it? It ended it. It would have been like a kind of marble statue of liberty, but sexier, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is good. Obviously, this is before it's been painted, right? This is just the, the very first unveiling. Oh, okay. So, anyway, that's why we're talking Pacific Rim. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't want to touch the Transformers fandom at the moment. Yeah. I've actually got the last two issues of the Transformers comic I really love. I haven't read yet. Um... I just can't be asked at the moment. <laughs> Wait till you yeah, can enjoy yeah. them in a dreamy <laughs> land. Um, the kaiju, uh, what's the best name? You spouted off a few. Knifehead! Okay. Oh, Shark Boy's pretty good. I, I made that up. Oh, okay. I can't remember anything. No, there's a movie thing. called Lava Girl and Shark Boy. That's yeah, where yeah, you got yeah. it from. Okay. I is, remember. Wait, is that Del Toro? No, that is um, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I've just been a bit racist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico, Spain, they, they both speak Spanish? Yep. Okay. It's just, just Spanish names I'm not used to. <laughs> There's two directors in Hollywood with Spanish names? <laughs> Are there, is there a third? <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, I know. Oh, that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually think that's too many. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I, I, no, I legitimately like, who's a third? <laughs> um, so best kaiju is Knifehead. How about design-wise, which, which kaiju is grooviest. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why I'm asking you and not just talking. Yeah, right? Just like generic beasts. I just remember liking... One of them had got some wings at one point. That was cool. Yeah. I just remember liking the earlier ones better because they do look like dudes in rubber suits. Mm. Uh, and I appreciate later that they're clearly ones that couldn't possibly be dudes in rubber suits. But I don't know. I think a monster at best is best as a dude in a rubber suit. Yep. But I don't know, these guys are very... Like, I'm looking at them on Google Images right now. These could be from any film from the past 20 years, right? Yeah, they just look like fractal renderings of something. Yeah, they just look like... This could be the monster from... This could be the Mutos from the first of the new Godzilla films. These could be from Star Wars. They could be the thing that chases Kirk in that first Star Trek. Well, I guess we're nailing why this movie isn't quite as awesome as we think it should be. Um... There's a lot of innovation, but it, but not, like, design, I guess? Yeah. Like, they did lots of cool stuff, but they didn't, like, put it in the proper box. Right. Well, again, these monsters are kind of cool, but they've all just got... No, someone was clearly trying to make cool stuff here, you know? Is they just... They're over-designed, is the problem. Yeah. Because, well, also, Del Toro has got history of very cool monsters. Hellboy has some really iconic monster designs, and so did Pacific, um, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Just somehow this film didn't quite do it. Maybe they tried too hard. I think I think that's literally the case. <laughs> there's like tentacles here and glowing bits and this and that, and they all make weird noises, and it's just I couldn't see it. I can I can easily picture Gypsy Danger in my mind though. I had to work a little bit for mm-hmm. the Chinese one and the Russian one, but you don't see them on screen as much yeah, yeah. either. So. But I can definitely well, I, I, get a mental picture of Gypsy Danger. It's not uncommon to see Gypsy Danger in the hobby shops here alongside all the Gundams. Right, exactly. That's that did catch fire here a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. The movie itself didn't catch that much fire here, though. I guess because they have plenty of... They don't need it. <laughs> uh, did it not? It, it wasn't a flop or anything here, but I don't remember people no. particularly focusing on it. Because the second one has a... The whole climax takes part in Tokyo. Oh, okay. And I figured that was because the Japanese audience were... Hungry for it, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, also, I'm not necessarily living in the areas of Japan where people would really be into Pacific Rim or Robotech or Gundam. I'm just basing on the fact that I do see it alongside the Gundam, so it must have some kind of following. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you go to Akihabara, uh, Pacific Rim is a big thing. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, out here in Nagano, uh, you got to go to a hobby shop, definitely. Yeah, yeah, well, people don't. People don't. Oh, people people don't don't follow any of this shit, right? Like... I thought you were going to continue on that. That, that I was a non I of a way to finish that sentence. So. Oh, but you were planning to finish it at one point. Yeah. Okay. So I was also picking bits off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. One, one more bit of design. I just wrote several times. Um, I felt that they were definitely throwing in your Mortal, pom- mortal, combat, mortal combat vibe. Whenever they'd have the training... It just felt very Mortal Kombat, but without the fatalities, I suppose. Okay, although, well, on the video game thing, the voice inside Gypsy Danger is GLaDOS from Portal. Oh, is it? <laughs> like, literally it is. Okay. Because Del Toro was a fan of that game. 
oh. and got her on board to be the computer voice. Yeah, I think I only watched people play Portal. I don't think right. I played it myself. But it's a very nice computer voice. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. You gotta have a good computer voice. But he's, he is a games guy because he was working on um, the new Silent Hill with Kojima before Kojima was kicked out of Konami. Uh-huh. And he appears in Kojima's new game. Uh-huh. So, busy. Oh, Del Toro. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. movie has not been forgotten but I don't think it's particularly been remembered it definitely has its fans because when like the second one only happened because John Boyega was a fan and like he is a big old like Gundam nerd um, <laughs> and it was enough that people that film's flaws pissed off the Pacific Rim fan base which apparently exists and the music is very well liked that's seems to be the biggest legacy from this right? movie because it's very easy to find on YouTube that music when people are like oh yeah I work out to this I whatever to this it gets me pumped <laughs> I mean now we get <clears throat> you know we get movies that just they do this sort of thing but with a lot more motion I guess and yeah yeah like this is a somewhat groundbreaking film maybe not the most but it breaks a little bit of ground but, that, well like we said it came out right around the same time as like Avengers and Transformers seem to have had way more impact. Yeah, it was breaking the same ground those movies did. Because I don't feel like other films since this look like this. Orange and Teal. Not really. Oh, yeah, this was kind <laughs> of the end of that, right? Yeah. This was ceiling ground. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's one of the things this movie looks... It's supposed to be looking ahead, but it looks slightly behind in part maybe because of that. Yeah, yeah, it's just shot in a very, like, turn-of-the-decade way. mm turn of the decade what is, <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that okay. like, it, it looks like a film from like 2009 or whatever and you, like immediately afterwards I think in the wake of the first Avengers films we did get a lot of daytime effects mm. yeah I guess if this had come out in two, like four years earlier it would have been the biggest thing ever yeah, maybe. Kind of like, like, just like how Iron Man was uh, super big when it came out. And now, still a great movie, but it looks a little quaint now. Yeah, yeah, it's got like two action scenes. Yeah, and now, like now really that really mild. And meanwhile, and some of these other ones. And there's ones. an hour in the middle, which is just Robert Downey Jr. ad-libbing because they didn't have a script. That worked pretty well. Uh, yeah, but it's like so lucky that that worked. <laughs> <laughs> but, so if this had come out in 2008, it would, everyone would have flipped out. But right. just, I but guess... when it did come out, we'd had three Transformers films. We'd had... Um, like, the Marvel Universe was probably about to do, like, the first big crossover. We had Godzilla two years later. I guess this is the little runt brother of uh, Dark of the Moon and, uh, and yeah. Avengers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a shame. It, I think it... Like I said, it comes so close to being something I would have loved. Mm. So if this had caught fire and we'd gotten a sequel right away, which maybe had had the budget to show us a bit more of what I wanted to see and stuff. Then we'd look at this one as sort of the Iron Man thing. It's quite good, but, you know... The fact that it led to the... It has places to go. (laughs) Like there. (laughs) Don't worry, sneezing is not a symptom of coronavirus. What about those dance moves you were doing with the sneeze? I taught my body to stab when I sneeze a long time ago. <laughs> well, I heard that it's best to sneeze into your elbow, right? Yeah, that's right. And then as I was doing that, I thought, oh, I could dab. Okay. And I did it deliberately enough that my body now does it. Okay. So looks, I mostly dab when I sneeze. It looks pretty disco, yeah. I know, I love it. <laughs> also, people hate it. <laughs> All right. Like yeah. when we do the morning exercises at work, you know the one where you like, twist to the side and throw your arm out? Yeah. If, like, Alan or someone is at the front, I always dab when I do that one. And he gets so pissed off. <laughs> See, I always throw disco hands. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I do that every, every day. The same if here. there's someone at the front, I want to annoy. Although I almost I never do those exercises anymore because I'm not there. But <laughs> You're only there once a week. Hmm? Have you seen Matty do them? Not really. He really half artists them. He's like, oh, yes, mm. yes. Because he, he was, I saw him do it when he was uh, sp- the leader, right? Yeah, but then he'll the like complain that he's like been to the gym and aching. It's like, because you don't stretch. <laughs> you literally have stretches at work that you won't do. Those are for like 60 year olds. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're wondering in Japan, they do the morning exercises. Yeah. There's a name for them, I think. Yeah. Because they're like a thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asa because it's not going to make any fucking sense to people who don't know what we're talking about. You can you can look at a video though. It's really bizarre. It looks like you can just put it in the show notes. I'm not going to put it in the show notes. I'll try. I'll try remember to show it to you. You look up NHK morning exercise. It's it's if if you don't live in Japan, it looks pretty bizarre. It looks very NK, like North Korea. Yeah, but it's just a nice little thing. Yeah. What I really like is, have you seen, uh, they also have the, it's like the, have you seen the version of that sitting? Oh, on the video, it's got both. Oh, right, right. It's got the one standing in one scene. It's like, yeah. Because uh. on the video, it's a guy standing and another guy in a wheelchair. Oh, okay, okay. The, because they just, every morning, they just play that YouTube video at work. And that's what we're all moving to. Okay. Because if you have, I'm sure you have been there when they've forgotten to press stop and it just auto plays the next video. What, what, no, I haven't. What's a play? It's just another one of those, but it's just funny because everyone's like, the guy's just starting their speech and then it'll start playing somewhere else. <laughs> no, I haven't been there for that. Too bad. Uh, it's a chuckle. Yeah. That's what we're doing on the Pacific Rim. We, yeah. We clearly don't have much to say about Pacific Rim because we've gone on a lot of tangents today. <laughs> yeah, it's like there, yeah, there's, there's a lot here, but there's not, and it's mostly cool, yeah. but there's not so much meat on the bone, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's just not quite enough. It, considering that this film is nothing but robots punching dinosaurs, it just feels like there's not quite enough robots punching dinosaurs for me. <laughs> and even today, the first thought was to talk about Transformers or King Kong some more. But. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think... Again, Runt Brother. <laughs> Son of Kong and Transformers is in our future, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Pretty soon, probably <laughs> after. April, what are we doing in April, Matt? Well, in April, we're going to talk about films we hate. So, see, Pacific Rim doesn't go there. We like it enough, we don't want to put it there. It's a, it's a good movie. You'd like to watch it occasionally, but in April, it's going to be films we hate. At least one of us hates. Yeah, th- are there any which we both hate? Because I don't, I don't think I hate either of yours. Mm. Uh, Although I've, I've not seen one of yours. Same with me, one I haven't seen and the oh, other okay. so, yeah. I don't like, but I don't know if I hate. Yeah, so we've both got one which the other one hasn't seen and one which the other one doesn't hate as much. So yeah. maybe there'll be some drama, I don't know. Mm. So we'll be, we'll be getting away with that, uh, getting away with that, getting started with that next week and you'll, you'll hear me shout our first selection over the ending music which will crop up on that first day of April. See, we had fuck you February. What are we calling April? Anal April. No, that doesn't sound good. April ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so join us next time for the first episode of April Ain't Shit. So, uh, yeah. And where can they find us in the meantime? Uh, uh, well, this podcast is on Twitter at MLSFSpod. It's also on Facebook. Just search for Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. You know, please follow us, like us, whatever. We're on YouTube now sometimes, so you can watch us there if you want. We're on YouTube all the time, man. Yeah? I just don't watch... I don't listen to podcasts on YouTube, but I, mean, I do put ours... Apparently there. people do, but... If you do, we've, we're, we've got you set up. I've never enjoyed one of our own podcasts on YouTube, but they are there weekly. See, there's no way I'm going to sit and listen to them on YouTube, so Matt could be just, like, putting, like, real insane shit in there, and I wouldn't know. It's <laughs> the same as the audio one. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> But you could be saying insane things like punch Jeff Bezos in the face. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't agree with me, fuck you. <laughs> no, I've just been, at the end, I've been adding my um, extreme right um, rants. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> yep. By lots of... Total Alex Jonesing it. Alt-right stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh... More on that next week. <laughs> but also, Matt produces music, uh, which if you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard some of his music, so you know if you like it. And if you do, you can roll on over to rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. That'd be groovy. Have it's it's I think it's yeah it's most I think you have to give it an email maybe I don't even know but have a listen it's fun. Yeah. I listen to my own musics. It's not on YouTube though because Matt gets told to take his own music down from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> there is some on YouTube. Okay. Right? Yeah, I have I've gotten cease and desist letters on things that I wrote. Produced, recorded, and put out myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary has not gotten one of those yet. But if someone does want to send us a cease and desist letter, you can... Get the fuck out of our Sci-Fi Sanctuary. <laughs> Thank you.
Let's deep. Ghostbusters. The one with the girls.